0: You're listening to The Real Well Show with Kathy Fetke, the real estate investor's resource.
1: One of the biggest things that couples fight over is money. So on today's show, we're going to talk about how Rich and I have learned to talk about money and work together for over 25 years. So Rich, welcome to The Real Well Show.
0: Good to be here, man. Yeah, it's been a fun 25 years and we've learned to work <laughs> about money from, uh, from experience. Yeah, it's most of it's gone pretty well, but we've definitely had our challenges and learned a lot.
1: Yeah. I I mean, working together is a whole new added challenge that couples face today as more and more people are are starting their own businesses or leaving their jobs to invest together full time, which I know a lot of people, that's their goal. Uh, But you've got to be aligned and on the same page if you're working together and investing together or just married (laughs) in general, raising kids together. Uh, So I just wanted to bring you on to talk about the top three things that we've learned over the past past what is it now 27 years that we've been together
0: together yeah married well 28 years and married for 26 years yeah it's been <laughs> a good run
1: with most of that time working together in some capacity and certainly investing together although in the beginning not so much <laughs> so right, yeah. more, more me just uh, running off and investing and then telling you about it later so yeah. So let's talk about the, the top three things that we've learned over the years. And this is all part of planning that we've been doing for our upcoming couples mastermind retreat mm-hmm. that we're so excited about. We've been sitting down planning the exercises that we'll be doing and the activities that we'll be doing. And we thought, oh, let's just do a podcast on this. This is fun.
0: Yeah, it's perfect. I love that. You know, it's and a lot of this is coming from uh, Real Wealth members. You know, now we're we've had over seventy thousand people join Real Wealth over the last twenty years, and when we have our live events, so often I've had couples come up to me, or one person in the couple will come up and say how challenged they are, how frustrated they are, where their their spouse doesn't include them, they're not being partners, they are um, making all the investing decisions. Themselves, all these things. So, you know, I think that is that's one of the big three here is operating like a couple, operating like partners. Wouldn't you say?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Over the past twenty five years that we've had real wealth, where we've been educating people on how to increase their wealth and and create passive income through real estate. In the very very beginning our rooms were mostly men uh, because at the time it was kind of more accepted that men took care of the finances. A lot has changed since then. And over the years, we would start to see the women show up, the wives would start showing up. And, and I think partially because real estate is something that women can really understand versus, you know, how I was with the stock market. I was just like, I, I don't get it. I don't, I don't get how <laughs> all this works. I, <laughs> but right. real estate's like, once I learned it, I'm like, Oh, I get it. You know, people live in houses. I, I know how to do that. I've rented before. I know how to do that. Uh, so yeah, over time we started to see the women come to these events and be kind of shy but wanting to learn and then mm-hmm. then after a few years they'd start to dress up and really feel like hey i'm i'm an important part of this decision. So it's been right. fun to watch the evolution of women when it comes to finances. And here we are 26 years later and you know most women are taking a more active role in the finances. At least i hope so. That's what i see more of.
0: Yeah. And I'll say, I mean, you said uh, 25 years with real wealth it has been 25 years for you and me or 26, but, Mm -hmm. um, real wealth 20, just (laughs) listeners are probably going, wait a minute. Uh, I thought it was 20 year anniversary. So, um, it's, you know, I've also seen it in the men though. It's interesting. It all depends on kind of who's a little bit more of the, um, I was going to say the controller, but it's kind of a harsh word, but sometimes maybe it's the person who's more into it, right? It could be the spouse who's more into it, into the investing, into real estate is the one that has to either convince the other partner or they just kind of do it. The other partner's like, you know, go ahead and you do it. And I I don't care. And then they start to care later. They're like, wait a minute, we're starting to build something big here. I want to be an included more. So I've seen that happen. So I think that's that's the key. I think the key lesson there is how do you include your spouse in these decisions? How do you plan together? How do you come up with a compelling aligned vision together? I think that's one of the keys.
1: Yeah, the problem is so oftentimes life gets busy. And especially if you're working together, there's so many distractions. If you've got kids and so forth, and it can be difficult to carve out that time to sit down and go over the finances together. But even more importantly, come together with that plan for the future. Like, what do you both really want? What's the end game for you? What are you doing all this for? <laughs> and, and what do you hope to achieve? These are, these are things that oftentimes people just get too busy to do. And then end up sort of like you wrote in your book, your, I think your first book, Extreme Success, when you were swimming out to an, an island to meet your dad and your brother, uh, but you didn't lift your head, you were just swimming really hard and you were like way off track, right? That's, what, that's how yeah. a lot of people live.
0: Yeah, you got to pick your head up every once in a while and look and see where you are. You're going to be swimming all over the place or meandering all over the place. So, yeah, that's the key is sitting down. And, you know, we do that with the Focus Investor Workshop and webinar that I do every year for Real Wealth. But it's usually focused more on the individual, right? So it's uh, one thing that we often mention is that you and I do this with the family and together about really what is this year about and what's that What does future self look like? What do our future selves look like? And we share that with each other. So it's this tool of really taking the time to carve out, uh, uh, carve out some time to really look at what's your vision for the future? Where do you see us in 10 years? Where do you see us in 20 years? And then sharing that with each other, saying, this is where I see us. What about you? Where do you see us? And really, it's all about understanding each other and really, really seeking to understand each other each other and your shared vision. And then you kind of take the parts of each of your vision, and you kind of weave them together. And you say, Oh, okay, this is where we're going. And when you have that, then you become a force to be reckoned with. It's amazing (laughs) when you have a shared vision.
1: Yeah. Because again, the problem can be that there is often a stronger spouse who's just charging forward and the other one feels like they're just along for the ride and they don't really even know where they're going. And, and you can lose love that way. You can lose passion. You could start to build resentment. I remember when we first met, um, we, we talked about this like beam of light that we shared between our two hearts. Like you could be Mm -hmm. on the on the opposite side of, of a house or a field or whatever. And I could feel that beam of light. And we, we consciously discussed how we would be able to keep things that way, mm-hmm. keep it pure and clear between us, because as resentments build, it starts to be like a, a blockage of that tunnel of light or that, you know, that connection that you feel these things add up. Um, and, and nobody wants to be in a relationship where, um, you're no longer in love anymore but you made a bunch of money but so what and yeah. if you spend most of your time making money and not investing in your relationship and and making sure that it's balanced and you're both being heard well you're at risk of losing 50 percent of those assets that you spent so hard no trying kidding. to create yeah. right
0: 50 percent of the assets and maybe even more and all the attorney's fees and all that stuff it costs a lot to get a divorce in so many ways so yeah uh, finding ways to nurture the relationship so you can get a along better. So you're both rating your relationship at a a 10. You know, it's like to be able to imagine that just go to your spouse and say, Hey, where would you relate rate our relationship now on a scale of zero to 10? I've done it with you. It's a scary question to ask because you don't know what the answer is going to be. But asking your spouse that is a big question. And it can really reveal some important things to work on.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So some of the things that we've been planning for our upcoming couples retreat, and by the way, we do have two slots left. We had so many amazing applications, really cool people coming. We have two slots left. If you're interested, you can go to realwealthcouples.com and find out more about the re- the retreat. It's June 9th through the 11th in Malibu, California. Uh, yeah. So here's here's some of the things we'll be bringing to the table. And it's really three big things that we've learned over the years that make a huge difference. Let's start with the first one. And that is that People are different. Opposites Mm. attract. And that's why we attract. There's this polarity that it's the complete, you know, you complete me, right? If you're exactly the same (laughs) as me, then, well, that's boring. But usually we're attracted to somebody who's got different strengths than we do and or or will bring out something in us that we don't have. And at first that is so attractive, but over time that can really actually drive you crazy. Um, So how would you say, you know, what are some tips for people On number one, identifying their differences and how they can use that to the benefit of the relationship.
0: One of them is doing an assessment, which we're going to have everyone do before this retreat, um, because it's so unveiling. It's so revealing about how we operate and it's never right or wrong. It's just how we operate. So you and I have done this assessment before we've had our whole team at real wealth do it before we've had lots of people do it and it tells you four different ways that you take action and which one you gravitate toward. So for example, I'm a little bit more balanced on these four different ways where I need some facts, Uh, I need to create systems, that's what I favor, I really look at creating a process and a system, Um, then I'll get started, then I'll jump into something, and I'm somewhat tangible, I like to do things with my hands, whereas you rated a a, a 2-2-10-2 on this same which shows that you're a quick start and you're a 10 on quick start, meaning that you, Kathy, love to just dive in and make things happen, learn from experience, just like, let's get it going. I want it done yesterday. Mm -hmm. So understanding that about each other for you and me has been so powerful. I mean, why don't you talk about what, what it's done for us to know this?
1: Yeah, I think, um, in the beginning I felt really, unheard, like there was something wrong with me, uh, right, I would shut, have, down, right? shut down. Yeah. I have ideas and it was just overwhelming to you or you needed more information. So instead of just asking for more information, it was kind of like, ah, no, you know, and then I would feel unheard and mad, you know, and it would be like one of those rocks that was blocking the, the, the flow between us, um, right. over time. And this has been a continual work in progress, right. No of, um, of me having lots of ideas, and this is very typical in relationships, there's usually someone with lots of ideas, and there's usually someone that's a little more detailed and structured. Mm-hmm. Uh, so when there's somebody like me, the visionary, the person with a new idea every day that I'm really excited about, uh, that that's like, feels like the core of who we are, and we want those ideas to be heard. Mm-hmm. It doesn't really even mean that we want to do them but we want them to be heard. And so what, you know, what you've learned now, instead of saying, I don't know how that would work, or, you know, looking for all the reasons why it wouldn't work trying to protect our family. uh, Now, you know, you'll ask more and, and try to learn more and, and find out You know why i'm excited about it and and then not go so quickly into action of well what do we need to do to do this just just listening i know listening and asking questions that's the old mars venus thing right
0: it's so important and then you you've also been really really good about from this learning and realizing, oh, Rich just needs some basic facts. You know, I'm, I'm, like you said, I'm looking out for our family, for our finances. So my brain instantly goes to this new idea, a new thing or new investment. How might it go wrong? How might it affect us in a negative way? It's like, I'm, I'm an optimistic person. I'm a positive person, but I somehow took that role on because you are so optimistic on the investing that I felt that I had to really do the due diligence on it. And so you've been great about saying, okay, here's the facts. Here's, you know, give me enough facts. I don't need a ton. And then you give me a day or two to kind of process it, to do a little due diligence, to look at the investment. And that way, instead of me feeling like I need to shut you down or be like, no, or look right in the beginning at like, well, here's why it might go wrong. I get to say, oh, okay, cool. That's neat. Let me uh, check it out. Let me look at the numbers. I'll come back a day or two later and say, maybe I'll have some questions for you. Or maybe I'll just say, you know, this looks awesome. Let's do it. I think it's worked great.
1: Yeah, and someone like me who is a quick start uh, can get frustrated with those questions. So, uh, you know, I've had to learn patience. Like the he's asking these questions because these are important questions and things I maybe wouldn't have thought about before. So, yeah, it's it's a hey, relationships are a lifelong personal growth exercise, right? (laughs)
0: One hundred percent. Yep, it sure is. Thank goodness.
1: All right. And the second thing, I think you mentioned it earlier is, is, you know, so often one person in the relationship feels like they're not as much a part of the decision making as they'd like to be. Maybe they aren't as confident or they're not as loud, um, you know, in, in the conversation. So what do you recommend when there are, when there's kind of a really strong personality versus kind of a more subdued, quiet person? How do they both get heard?
0: creating the space to, to be able to be heard you know i think that's the key it's so easy to just be going through our day-to-day lives and the busyness of it and not creating the space to do that so uh it's both be both people being committed to being curious and then sitting down with each other and just talking about What do you want? It's that simple. It's good old coaching questions. You know, you and I went through coach training certification 26 years ago now. And in that, there's basically four questions. What do you want? What could you do about that? What will you do about that? And how will I know or how can I support you? It's that simple. But taking the time to ask what do you want is what so many couples don't do. It's been a mistake of us. uh, But it's what, one of the things we've learned through experience is to really sit down and carve out an hour to 90 minutes and just sit down with each other and have some powerful questions. Where do you see us in 10 years? Where do you see us in 20 years? What do you want for this area of our life? What do you think about investing? What's your investment philosophy? A lot of people haven't even asked their partner that question. And it's so cool, you know, to see uh, what's your risk level. And you know, are you very risk averse or do you like to just, you know, go for it. It's like, you know, to really figure that out. So it's about carving the time to sit down with each other and really talk that out and be curious and ask questions. That's it's that simple.
1: And I I would recommend if there really is a much more dominant person, sometimes people who talk a lot know they talk a lot and they just don't know how to stop and they don't Mm. know how to make the time equal. So you can have a timer at the table, say, okay, five minutes, you get five minutes and I get five minutes. I would say this is also really important within companies too, because you often have big, loud talkers, and you've got people mm-hmm. with really good ideas that just can't get their their word in because someone else is dominating. Um, so that that's a great thing for meetings too, is making sure everybody gets equal time.
0: Yeah. And that's what I'm excited about for the retreat. Just like when we did the of the retreat in January, it was carving out that space and there were several couples at that retreat. Uh, it wasn't a couples retreat, but it was more of an annual planning event and a future planning event. But there were couples in it. And just having that space to sit down with each other and go over these questions that we were asking, that was a powerful connector. So it's, yeah, I'm excited about that to, to have these clear questions to really help pe- have people get clarity about that shared vision, their plan, their goals of where they want to go, and then move from there, from the big picture, the big vision of where they want to go, helping them boil it down into a real clear plan that they can move forward on.
1: One of the exercises I'm really excited about doing is one that we just did together. And I want to share today because I just, I loved it. Uh, we are in the process of writing a book together and, um, I wanted to make sure I got my ideas in too. And, you know, you, in, you know, you, it, this happens to be a book that you are more of the master at, it's building a business, which is your strength. Hmm. So I felt in this particular situation, like you would dominate this, this book, and I wanted to get my ideas in, right. Yeah. So um, we both just sat separately and took little sticky notes and each one of us said, what are the highlights? Well, we said, what are the highlights that we've seen over the years that have made a huge impact on our business? And we both wrote down separately on these sticky notes, what those highlights were. And then we, we were both, you know, had shared time there, right, where we could get our ideas out. And then mm-hmm. we were able to move these sticky notes around to where there were different themes on the board of, of you know, maybe we had different ideas, maybe we had similar, but we were able to group them. And it, it just felt like a really balanced way to write a book together, which could be, again, a very challenging thing, creating a business together, raising kids together. Um, you know, how do you each get get your input in there. And this was just mm-hmm. a really fun way to do that.
0: So you're saying I did pretty well, not, not dominating.
1: You were amazing. No, no, it was really <laughs> Pat good. Pat myself on the back. Yeah. Yeah. And, and again, only because like, if it was a different topic, like, I don't know, eating chocolate, I would dominate that one. <laughs>
0: <laughs> or Real estate or market predictions. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so that was great. That was really powerful. It's a great one. And yeah, so we're going to bring some of these tools to, to the mastermind as well, to this, to this retreat. That'll be great. And then I think, please share about the CPA attorney, uh, tax attorney that were having come in.
1: Yeah. Well, so first of all, we had a real wealth client who was looking for an attorney went on our website where we have so many resources of, um, you know, professionals who have helped our members with taxes, with legal advice, with entity structures, of course, with finding properties, property managers nationwide, we have a whole list of resources. So this person came to our website to find an attorney to help her with her asset protection. And she was going, she was just finalizing a divorce and they ended up, uh, Having a lot of conversations and now they are actually together. So I feel really, uh, like, Hey, real wealth brought these two people together. It was really cool. They're going to be coming to the couple's mastermind and retreat and also sharing. He wrote a really cool book on business and, um, there it is. Find got the it right Business here. Owner's Guide to Financial I'm Freedom.
0: almost done at the end of this. It's a really, really great book. Yeah, The Business Owner's Guide to Financial Freedom, What Wall Street Isn't Telling You by Mark J. Kohler. He's a CPA attorney. Uh, he also did this with a financial advisor to, to answer other questions on that side of things. Um, it's just really, really good about setting up your asset protection, um, forming a trust, the right type of entities for your investment property, how to, if you have a business, how to prepare to sell it and sell it in the future, if that's something you want to do. Um, You have so many great things about even setting a health savings account. Uh, One of the things Kathy and I are putting in place. So he is going to be a huge asset, Um, not only contributing his ideas and thoughts as, uh, as a couple, um, market in, um, but also his wisdom around all this and be great for the tax planning and the, uh, wealth planning, really
1: tax planning, wealth planning, trusts, all these things that, uh, you know, again, sometimes people just get too busy to do and forget that they have to be updating their trusts pretty regularly, um, to make, to make for a, a fluid, um, you know, process.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: if, if you should be taken away, if one should be taken away. All right. So, um, well, anyway, we are very excited about this couples retreat. Again, you can go to realwealthcouples.com to find out more about that. We'd love to have you there. There's an application to see if you're a fit, um, to come join this group of powerful real estate and business couples. Just, just taking their relationship and their business and their investing to the next level.
0: That'll be great. It's not going to be all just like boring money talk and all this stuff and tax planning talk, which (laughs) we'll try to make it fun, but you know, our our retreats and our masterminds when we do them here at our home in Malibu, it's just always such a great time. Like-minded people connecting together, having a great time, enjoying amazing food from a chef who comes in and cooks our amazing meals. And then in the past, we've gone on hikes on our trail down into nature, beach walks, We've had so much fun and uh, all the games that we can play out in the yard here and and we have the cold plunge now, if anyone wants to try that, <laughs> should be yeah. fun. Yeah.
1: If people decide they want to take surf lessons or uh, rock climbing, we could do any of those things. But uh, we rented the house next door so everybody can stay walking distance and it's just, it's going to be really fun. So, all right. Well, we just wanted to share some of the things that we're working on and, and the awarenesses that we've had over the years. People are always saying, man, how do you guys work together? We've been working together since we met and we've found different ways to make that work. We've found ways that but it absolutely does not work. And um, we found that it is a constantly evolving process. So, and then the most important thing being us, you know, like really like in none of the other stuff matters. If, if your relationship is not healthy, Uh, that's, that's 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 number one. So, okay. It's like we used to say, uh, life is great. It's like a Sunday, uh, you know, an ice cream sundae and your relationship is the chocolate fudge on top. And if that fudge is spoiled, well, it just kind of ruins the whole sundae. Remember we used to say that?
0: Yeah, it ruins every single bite. But, yeah. you know, it's like Sundays are great, you know, even without the hot fudge. But yeah, the hot fudge and it's good and makes it even better. No doubt. <laughs>
1: yep. <laughs> All right. So again, that's realwealthcouples.com. And Rich, thank you so much for joining me here today on The Real Wealth Show.
0: Thank you. Always love it. <laughs>